0: What it is, What is up? What is good gamer This is enough seventy one, aka Digadulamite. Bend that love for your baby. And your auditory canals so are tuned into episode two one four of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And of course. I'm not in the digital studio alone. Of course, I got my my partners in crime first on deck. Well, actually, first on deck, we have a guest. Uh, Chase, why don't you introduce yourselves to the folks?
1: How's it going, guys? Chase, Crucial Chase from ScarCasm Podcast.
0: All right, all right. Um, and uh, Go ahead and uh, pimp Pimp your your show. show. Come on.
1: Yeah.
0: Where yeah, can they find it? When do you guys record? You guys do a live show?
1: Yeah, we um, do a live show. I mean, it's not really about the live show. I just kind of do it because it's easier. Because it's there, and then all of a sudden, the live, and then I don't have to really record. I can just download it, and then boom, I have a recorded. But <coughs> so it's mostly me, Blue Mineral, and Scarfinger, and we just kind of. There's really no um, plan. We just kind of, like, shoot shit. It's kind of a conversation that we're having, and we just talk about the games we're playing and just kind of let things roll. So it's a very casual show. But we also do, um, on the YouTubes, we started doing, like, reaction videos. It didn't start out like that. It started out like, hey, you guys check out this song. Hey, we should make a video about that. And then it became, like, actually, what we're doing is reaction videos because you guys are reacting to the song that we... Um, that I brought to the table or whatever So that boosted our channel From like 7 subscribers To 400 in the past 6 months So that was crazy it's Been a Kind of a crazy ride there But yeah
0: We're a reaction channel now
2: guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That works That's neat,
0: That's neat. And, and uh, when do you guys record? Um,
1: Monday nights mostly And we record every other week To try to keep things a little bit fresh because when we do it every week it feels like well I play The Division again well The Division and The Division <laughs> and it's like I'm not really saying anything different versus the two weeks we have a little bit of time to read and plus every other week we'll do some reactions and stuff and it's mostly music that, that's what we found is, that's kind of the most fun I mean sometimes we'll bring like a game and trailer or something that's like funnier, or fun like the that, that pot one it was like a pot simulator or something that was just the most batshit crazy trailer we ever saw so we were like we gotta bring this but but yeah that music is kind of what brings the subscribers and stuff
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay well glad that you're able to join us on this episode no problem all right and of course we've got dez aka the bay area terror A.K.A. the Hive Res Lover. That's me. A.K.A. the Cat Daddy. A.K.A. that Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man?
2: Hey, not much. Not much. Just uh, here on the super hot day. <laughs> it's summertime. Um, and I'm happy that Chase is joining us. And I'm happy that you're all taking the time to be here with us. I uh, want to give a, just a few little housekeeping announcements um haven't done this in a while but i want to give some i want to give our listeners the stats for the show i think it'd be great to see you know how we're doing so far Um, so uh beginning of july we are at uh all-time listens 22,091 listens so thank you so much everyone for listening to our show uh we've been here since 2017 if you can believe that um yeah we did our first show in 2017 we've had over 164 likes uh 55 retweets and 48 people have said something about this show thank you so much uh the the track that has had the most listens to was uh episode <laughs> you're gonna like this episode 69 with uh, 208 <laughs> nice. listens I know, right? Nice. <laughs> uh, one after that was uh episode forty with two hundred and seven and episode fifty seven one hundred and ninety-three. Our top listeners is uh Rafael. uh second best listener is Kevin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Kevin. And uh and Upper Alberto. Mm-hmm. Alberto.
3: Top countries
2: Alberto. Yeah. Alberto. Uh, and then the uh, top countries, uh, the most the country that listens to us the most is the United States with over 19,000 listeners. Uh, and then uh, United Kingdom is next with 299, and Germany is uh, 236. The top cities of, of cities that who listen to us, Columbus, Ohio. We have so many people in Columbus, Ohio, who have listened to us over 305. Chattanooga, Tennessee, is that you? Is that is that someone that we know? Chattanooga, Tennessee, With six hundred nine, and then we have uh, uh, Broadman, Oregon. So those are the cities, the top cities where we have our listeners. So we might have to do a uh, we might have to go over to these cities, you know, and actually hang out and do a do like a live do like a meet and greet. Stuff. Yeah, a meet and greet in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and
3: just... then. Uh, <laughs> The cities are all
1: these like basic cities. You're like,
2: it's Columbus, Ohio. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and then we are we are we are, we're listed on 45 different stations. So that's fantastic. Just people who pick up um, related algorithm uh, the the related um, stations that pick up our feed. So that's pretty great. And uh, yeah, so just want to say thank you so much to everyone who takes the time out to listen to the show uh we love seeing analytics like this i love seeing them i check it all the time but i figured this would be a great time to share it with all of our listeners because chase is a listener and and is a, a pretty devoted listener so you know you all go a long way to really helping us you know make this make this show shine so thank you so much and that's all for me
0: okay and of course our show is no go without trader joe aka jabroni chief yeah yeah you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going?
4: Not bad, man. Uh, just like everyone on this pod, probably. I'm just trying to stay cool, stay inside, and play some games and not fall asleep. That's yeah. the bane of my yeah. life, you know?
1: Yeah, ain't that the truth.
4: Yeah. It's like I, see, I get in the groove and then it's off to Doze Town over here. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I guess I should try to get some more sleep. But I'm uh, all yeah. trying to. I'm trying to wake up to walk the dogs before it gets hot, you know. So it's like, you know, this is like the bane of my existence. So you know, it is what it is. But I'm on vacation again. It seems like I'm on vacation every other week. Seems like, well,
2: but, yeah. It's either you, it's either you use it or you lose it, buddy. Know it. So, so yeah.
4: So I'm going to hopefully be catching up on some gaming. I'll be hopefully talking next episode. <laughs> Games other than the games I've been playing, and uh, you know, kind of go from there. As far as uh, maximizing my gaming value, I mean, pretty much uh, I've been trying to slow my roll and saving money by not spending money, but you will know, see how that goes. So, you know, so it seems like uh, video game retail is kind of slowing down a bit, you know. But
2: uh, and a lot of really good hits, a lot of really good games coming out in the last couple of weeks. So I can totally understand that. Yeah, for sure. It's taking a break. Taking a break. O- October's gonna be
1: tough. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, it's you got you gotta play your like you know craps game basically. Okay. Uh, this Ubisoft game is it gonna get discounted by uh, Thanksgiving? Okay, I'm not I'm not betting that's not on that craps. one.
2: That's for sure. That's not craps. That's that's gonna. <laughs> that's a, that's a safe bet. I know. I know. But <laughs> just my lottery tickets on that.
4: But then you got your other tent pole releases and that kind of thing. So, you know, so it just depends.
0: Just depends. But, well, all right. So, that said, we're going to move on to what is always our first topic on our docket that is the playlist. All right, Chase, since you're our guest, want to kick things off. What you been playing, dude?
1: I've been, sorry, I was on mute. Um, I've been playing a few different things. Uh, for one, I've had the Steam Deck and I've actually been finishing a lot of games that I hadn't, just hadn't had the time or just when I'm sitting there looking at my list of games, I'm like, what am I going to play? And then with the Steam Deck, how I would just put the thing in rest mode or whatever, I'll bring it up and, oh, well, I guess I'm playing this and I'll actually <laughs> finish a game. You know what I mean? So, um, but I just bought Hogwarts like a month ago, and I'm almost done with that, which is unheard of. Being almost done with a game like that, just really? a longer yeah. RPG in less it's, than a month.
4: It inspired me to get Hogwarts from the library, so I'm gonna go over there mañana and go pick that up and play it on the Xbox Series X.
2: Yeah, I need to. I need to uh, get back to it as well. There's just so many games I need to get back to. Ugh. Yeah, it, it's
1: it's really helped me to like stick to one, or actually stick to like two or three, like your new one, and then a couple ones that kind of are your comfort games to like be the saltine cracker between the spicy wings. You know what I mean? So oh yeah, I know. And, and that really helps me to like break it up because I I I jump around so much. And be like, man, I'm tired of playing this same freaking game i've already played 40 hours of it let me play something else for a little bit and sometimes i don't go back but with um the portable gaming it's really helped me to kind of actually do go back and but um uh, but i've also um went back to half-life 2 but i played it with the m mod mod it's like two m's mod and um they did a lot of things to that to where it's like new sounds and new textures and lighting and it, it looks great and it there's some things where it can add like iron sights like in like call of duty or destiny to half-life and which i mean it's more of a visual thing because it's gonna you're gonna have the same accuracy as you do either way it's just if you want the visual of aiming down your sights you can have that but um but it's really good so if anybody's like wanting to go back to half-life 2 to haven't played it before i highly recommend playing it that way since it's all i mean it looks great anyway but man with the mod it looks amazing and you're like this game came out 2004 that's crazy but being also the division i went back to the first division which is still a good game and it's freaking beautiful on the pc i was like another one i was like this game's like over half a decade old and it still looks Better than most things that are coming out today. It's it's looks really good, but I don't know if you yeah. guys play too much of the division. Yeah, we I played a understand. lot of the division.
4: We played a lot of division too. I played the first game and completed it on PlayStation, but I just recently resumed it on Xbox, and it plays really good on Series X. So, yeah, are you playing on Steam or yeah. Ubi?
1: Well, not, well, yeah, on Ubi. Uh, I had, some of the things like like Ubisoft games and EA games that will have them on their respective um, launchers because I'm a sucker for sales of like CD keys and stuff and normally those if you get them on one of those it's not going to give you the Steam code it's going to give you the EA code or the Ubisoft code so there's a few games I own on the Ubisoft Connect and not on Steam but I mean it's on sale right now for like $4 I mean
4: hey, I, I own it there too actually so I mean, hmm, I think I actually have it installed. Hmm. hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're all around level 10, so we pretty much just started that not too long ago. And um, that game's kind of nostalgic, too, because it like with, with 2, it, it's more post-apocalyptic looking, but with that one, it has all the snow and stuff, and it's right around Christmas time. And that's when I bought the game first, it was around Christmas time. So it's like, man, this is a Christmassy game, even though it's kind of sad, you know, the reason it's christmasy is because that's when the shit hit the fan <laughs> in the game.
2: Yeah, that narrative yeah. was really like a lot to take in at the time. I was like, woof. Yeah, and then around like 2020,
1: I was like, I don't know if I want to play the division right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but
3: <laughs>
1: the uh, yeah, agreed. And I, I've been playing a couple of demos. um There's a well before it came. It's, a, it's out now, but uh, trepang I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's T R E P A N G two. It's highly sure. inspired by um, <laughs> by Fear, the um, the horror first person shooter, because it had Fear had like top of the line AI that would like flank you and flip over tables to get behind cover and let other people know that they see you and like the like they'll they'll like actually make formations and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like really cool and there's really not been any game that had that kind of AI planning and stuff. Before or since, really, to me. But um but it also had like slow mo, so you would like can slow down time and then it had like just really addictive gunplay and and trepane kinda goes back to that in a really serious way and it plays great but at least with the demo like but i I guess with the steam because steam is has overwhelmingly positive reviews which means it has over 95 percent positive reviews so that's really good so yeah so i'm i I didn't pick it up on the steam sale because it for one wasn't on sale and i wouldn't want to get it on sale anyway because they're a very small developer that did an amazing game i kind of just want to it's only thirty bucks, you know, it's a full price, so rather just my next paycheck just picking it up. And the other demo I played was a very interesting game
2: called Eternight. Have you guys heard of that? Yep. I have. I didn't know well, I should have known that it was gonna be a demo. It's coming out for consoles uh sometime later this year, I think. But um but yeah, I've heard of it. It looks pretty good. H- how how does it play? It's interesting.
1: It has like Devil May Cry like um, action, but it's got like Persona like yeah. stuff in it. But your characters like super horny, and like <laughs> yeah. But it's like made played for like laughs. So like one of the things where they're like, oh, I- I'm like dying, and they're like, oh, wake up, and he's like do you remember when we stole all that porn from grandpa? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what is going on with this dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a but, minute. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, it's cool. Like I, I've never really been that good at Devil may cry style action, but I, I mean, it's, it's always been something I enjoyed, but uh, I'd like to see what it feels like with a full release. But uh,
0: But yeah.
4: Are you interested in this at all, Kev? Or uh,
0: maybe I, I'm going to have to look more at the at the gameplay. Um, yeah, I, I I don't I. The it's the been dating some... the dating stuff has it the only everything is I'm going for the dating elements, I'm going to have to look at it in the context of Persona, particularly Persona Four and Five, and if it, if I don't feel it comes close to that, then I'll probably pass, because, y- you know... Well,
1: I mean, that is the bar, you know, it's either that or... Because you like visual novels, just like, oh, you're playing through a story, and it doesn't really have a lot of decision-making, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But in, like, Persona, it took a little bit of the visual novel book and you still had more of, I-, I thought, decision-making, and who you wanted to hang out with, versus, like... This is the story, and you're just kind of watching a story.
0: Yeah, there were there were benefits. Uh, you had to weigh. There were costs, and uh, there were benefits and losses depending on where you spent your time and and with whom you spent it with. So you might not be able to hang out with uh, a certain person within a certain period of time, and that person may have given you a either an active or a passive buff that would have been more beneficial than the one that you got from the person that you were spending all your time with. So I like it when games do that with regards to the dating element, but if it's just dating element for the sake of dating element, and that's kind of, uh, I feel like that that's kind of weird. Uh, it, 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 Again, I, I, I want everything to be focused around the gameplay. Uh, yeah. And if it doesn't do that, then it's probably going to be a pass for me. I'd have to, I'll have to do do some more looking into the game.
1: Well, even if the dating elements doesn't have, I mean, they normally even still have, have some sort of buff or whatnot you can get with it. But even if it it just makes, if it makes sense within the the world too, like it would be weird for in Call of Duty, all of a sudden, well, there's dating now. You know, you're like, <laughs> hey, what?
2: I play that game. <laughs> Call of Booty, Oh wait. Call of booty, <laughs> There you go. You <laughs> said here first, y'all. Copyright. It's
4: probably right. a Ben said ten million times the
1: Gaming vessels TM. It's it's, it's done. We've got it. But but yeah, because because it, it, I thought it was weird that like Hogwarts didn't have any sort of relationship stuff which I I heard that they didn't want to do it because they didn't want any more controversy than they were already getting. You know what I mean? But um, Because they were like, well, it could be icky because they're teenagers. And I was like, well, you are a teenager and they're teenagers. And in the movies and books, there are relationship stuff. So it makes sense, you know, and not all relationships have to be fucking. You know what I mean? Like, like in Persona, there's no sexuality in except in the minds of the persona fan like (laughs) you know there's no actual like intercourse in persona even though that so so there's ways to do it but i'm sure they they just did not want to go anywhere near that with all the controversy they were already getting from you know imagine the
4: many games that there were but (laughs) never mind
1: (laughs) no (laughs) yeah but (laughs) And also, um, I-, I picked up on the Steam Cell Dead Space remake. I'm doing a thing to where like if there's a Steam Cell, I'm gonna get something because it's well it's the sale, but I'm gonna get one thing, and that was the Dead Space remake. And I've played like about an hour and a half and so far it's been I think this is the way I would want to play Dead Space now. Like I don't think I'd ever go back to the original version from what I've played so far.
2: That's how Kevin was. Kevin was totally down with it
0: yeah it's been it's been really a really fun experience for me i still haven't finished the game but uh yeah it's been i've enjoyed everything i've uh uh everything in the game so far
1: yeah me too it's it looks great it plays great uh, i i don't i mean i i haven't got to the part that is my most hated part of dead space which is the asteroid part so i'm hoping that they change that up a little bit or at least just take it out of the game, but um, I don't
0: know. I've got that part. Yet. Yeah, the, the the one that the part that I didn't like was you had to kill or kill these uh, or disinfect. I guess that's probably a better word, but in the end, you're killing them. These infected crew members, and I I vaguely remember this part in the original game i just don't remember having to go through so many like i was thinking okay i have to take out maybe three no more than four or five of these things you had to kill like 12. And, and it's like and, and yeah is he was seven or 12 or something like that and i'm like yeah okay yeah this is getting a little this is getting a little bit much and Unfortunately, like you couldn't just like run past the the uh, necromorphs just to get to the next thing to kill, because some rooms where you did that in it would let you access the elevator. Other places, you had to eliminate all the enemies within the room before it let you go forward. And if you were really unfortunate, the monsters that you ran past would all gang up on you at the choke point where you needed to clear <laughs> and and uh, before you could move on to the next zone. And, yeah, that was really fun. I, I That was the only part that I didn't really care for. Um, okay. I thought that could have been done a little bit better. But it's nowhere
1: close to the masterpiece that is the Callisto Protocol, right? Oh, no,
2: no. <laughs> wow. He's no. It's like... That's a nip, sir. <laughs> you, you,
4: you came to stir the pot there, Chase.
2: Yeah. Like,
4: you came ooh. to stir that pot
2: deep. Well,
1: hey, ah, I
0: was so disappointed, Nikki.
1: If you don't stir the pot, it's stick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That is true.
2: Wow. <laughs> but That's all cool. I've
1: been playing so far. All
0: right, cool. All right, well, Des, what have you been up to?
2: Diablo 4. That's... So that's been my game to jour right now. I know Chase was talking about, you know, oh, I went up, I played 40 hours, or something. I gotta play something else. I'm like, nope, sir. I'm here. I'm here to win it. But I, like I said before, I have gotten all my characters up to the point where I've seen their ultimates, all of them, and they're all pretty good. But I'm going, I'm sticking with the sorceress, and I'm on the last act. And once I get the last act done and i beat the game roll credits on it i am gonna put it down and go back to final fantasy 16. um that's the one that i really want to play um our good our good friend ace black was uh playing it uh, we had a uh this was a friday night we were we were all playing and we were talking it was me joe our friend christian and, and ace and the three of us were playing uh diablo just tearing it up and he was playing. Um, uh Final Fantasy, and just seeing, like, hearing his, because we, you know, we're we're not watching anything, but just hearing his, like, oh no, blah blah blah, and, and having Joe be like, no spoilers, no, and I'm just like, Ugh. so I'm just like, okay, I got, I'm gonna have to, like, he, he was having so much fun with it that I'm like, okay, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to go back and and actually get back into this game. So, so that's that's the plan right now is just to beat Diablo Four, go back to uh Final Fantasy 16. Beat that, and then most likely come back to Diablo for the first uh, the first season, which starts in a, in a, a couple of weeks. So, so I should be able to. I think if I if I you know, you know, put my nose to the grindstone and get it done, I can probably get it done before the season releases uh, later this month. So, but that's my plan. But again, I've just been really enjoying Diablo, and I really wish there were more uh console games that were like this i i know you can find them on pc and i know i have a gaming pc that'll probably run it but but i really wish that there were more mainstream titles that were in uh this genre than than they are now so that's like my my hope but um but that's all i've been playing uh, Joe, what have you been playing, buddy? Besides Diablo 4, I'm so even playing that with me and enjoying it and loving it.
4: Yeah, I'll talk about my Diablo 4 experience. That way we could kind of you know, put the dollop of cream and the little uh, derby of parsley or parsnip on the top. But uh, uh, basically, yeah, just Diablo 4, a lot of gameplay of that. So I'm still rocking my druid. I have started to play a barbarian named them after a suburb of fresno named them clovis so clovis the bar is that why okay
2: okay i thought you did that but i wasn't sure and i'm like did he name it after clovis Uh, i actually he's a cowboy hat
4: i actually went and looked on google because you know god forbid i actually you know think of something and be creative on my own but uh I look for uh, suggested barbarian names from prior, you know, barbarians in history, you know, beyond the usual Conan and Thundar and all this sort of crap. And uh, there was a, a barbarian or a Viking named Clovis from like the third century, I guess. So so I saw that. It's like, oh, damn. Okay, there you go. That's it. So. Chase, imagine yeah. if you had a barbarian like in the annals of history named after a suburb of the town that you're in right now. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It, it had to be. So, so yeah, uh I've been pretty much I'm up to level 19 and just getting beginning portions of the game. Um I you know, for the last maybe day or so cuz I was in a multiplayer game with you and uh with Christian and I know you guys bumped up the world tier to 2 so I left it at 2 and I've been kind of seeing a little bit of a difference between World Tier 1 and World Tier 2 as far as being a little more tactical and healing and that kind of thing. And I was having some issues with a boss prior to us recording on there. So it's, you know, either I'm going to have to get good or maybe I'll dial down the one. But uh, I kind of see where um, I see a little bit more skill involved. On there, I'm working with a whirlwind build on the barbarian. So there's like a, there's this like whirlwind skill that uh, there's like a schematic online that you know suggest as far as what skills to use to kind of build your character up if need be. So I've been kind of really enjoying the build, uh, what I've done with it so far. So we'll see how far I take the barbarian and on from there. I know with my druid, I. We need to go back and actually see where I'm at in the story because it seems like I'm jumping from here to there based on where you are in the story or where I play multi you know play games multiplayer with other people as far as where they're at in the story. So I want to be able to at least with one character you know get the acts in succession and work those through. And so I'll probably look to be play more my druid more in multiplayer because it's he's higher level than. My barbarian, I'm like level 46, 47 with my druid. So, um, pretty much, if I wanted to take him through the entirety of the game, I probably could. Yeah, there, you definitely so. could.
1: Can you turn into a bear?
4: I can turn into a bear, yes.
2: Nice. He likes turning into a wolf.
4: Yes, I am aware. I'm, I, I prefer the werewolf over the bear, but, you know, who okay. knows? Maybe I'll work a bear build at some some point. So There's... Build a bear. You could have
1: him. You could have named him Over. Definitely not. <laughs> why is why why is that? No, it's Norwegian for wolf. For wolf. So, okay.
4: I've also, oh, been okay playing, uh, I've also been playing the very mad game. The the you know we'll talk about in our main event the, the game called Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. On the Yeah. So I, uh, dabbling with that still. Um, I. I'm still in Master Rank 4 right now, and so I'm just kind of working my way through the story, and I will, you know, try to b- catch up with Kev. Kev will probably talk where he's at in Monster Hunter some, Rise some break, at, at least, and uh, I always don't want to play that. You talk about comfort food, that is my comfort food. That's like my bag of potato chips of gaming right there is Monster Hunter Rise, so, you know, Monster Hunter series in general, so. Diablo 4 and, and Titan Quest and all those games, too, that's another, like, you know, lovable snack. I just can't get enough. I'll start munching like a SOB, so. But I've been playing something else, actually, too. I picked up at GameStop, of all places, because, you know, I like to, like to save over there. But I saw a used copy of for the PlayStation 4 console a game called Pinball Arcade. So this game, you could you know basically download it for free on PSN. This is a long-running, noted pinball simulator. Uh, but I like the fact that the disc version has a bunch of Williams tables because this particular company that brought out this collection back in the day, and uh, this disc version had a bunch of Williams tables on the disc, but they lost the license to uh, actually... Uh, bring out the Williams tables and so it's like I kind of because discs are you know eternal until you get disc rot or get scratches or doesn't work anymore but uh, um it's I've played this uh simulator before as far as pinball arcade so I was just kind of grabbed a glad to grab it off the racks and I played a little bit of medieval madness I played a little fun house on there so definitely a good time. I'll definitely be dabbling with a little bit more on there. I think, you know, video pinball is always a fun time if need be. Maybe I'll have to check out pinball effects or some other stuff that's out there available that's on some storefronts on there. A lot of those are just going to be based on, um, you know, you buying tables individually and that kind of thing. But I thought it was kind of cool that I could grab this off the racks for like, you know, 18 bucks and have like Twenty-two tables on there already built in. Some tables I can't even download off PSN anymore. So, so, so good times had by all there. So, Ooh. Kev, what you been playing? What you been enjoying?
0: So I did. Fin- the only game I played is Monster Hunter Sunbreak, and uh, I finished it. So the only thing I can I have I'm going to do now. Um, is just start going after uh, a master set. I'd like to do one for both the longsword and the bow because that's those are the two weapons that I played in this version of the game. I don't know if I'll get both. It all depends on how difficult it's going to be to get the uh, main pieces. Like, I've got to farm the last boss for the bow set, and then i can't remember which ca- i think i have to also farm the 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 last boss for the long sword set as well it's got this new thing called bloodlust which as you rack up point rack up damage it increases your overall damage output over a period of time for a set amount of time so i'm going to try and um, Look into the, look into a meta set for both of those weapons, and then I'll probably put the game down. And um, I haven't played anything else because my AC died,
3: mm.
0: and uh, I don't want to risk overheating my console uh, trying to play games, so um, I put the, the game playing kind of on the back burner until I can get... Uh, get my uh, AC situation taken care of, and then I'll be, then we'll be back to playing. So, that's I don't really, you. yeah. So that's really it. I've <laughs> been doing
4: lots of nesty plunges and uh, you know cannonballs and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I've been doing that, doing that. Uh, right on. How far well, are you think you're gonna take?
4: So how far are you gonna take Rice and Break? Because I was looking at the level cap and, with the anomaly investigations and. Uh, the researchers have you going out and grinding and I know that the level caps up to three hundred as far as the
3: yeah, I
0: don't yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be doing that.
3: Yeah, it um, seems a lot.
0: Yeah. I'm not gonna be doing that. I'm just really gonna be looking for at least trying to get one meta build done. Maybe two, one for each weapon, and then I'm gonna call it the day on um, sunbreak. I've enjoyed it. It's I've enjoyed it much more than the Switch version, and I mentioned before it's probably because I'm more familiar with the PlayStation controller than I am the uh, S- Switch uh, Pro controller with the button mem- button memory and whatnot. So that that'll probably be it for me. And once everything gets sorted out with the AC, it, it, it's it's Final Fantasy 16 uh, till. You know, to Brooklyn.
2: <laughs> so, there you go. Don't blame you, sir. Yeah. So that that's that's
0: where that's where my gaming mind's at. And once I'm done there, depending on when, on when I wrap up sixteen, I'm going to dive back into my backlog. There's probably the only games that I'm looking forward to. There's like a couple of uh, beat 'em ups that are going are coming up. On the uh, PlayStation Store, there's a Double Dragon one that I really wasn't going to get because I was in love with the art style. But then I saw how I I saw how it played and uh, I'm kind of feeling its play, its play mechanics. And I think there's an update to Shredder's Revenge with the uh, Musashi Yojimbo, I think is the the character. Yeah, Musashi Yojimbo, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so I might uh, dip back into that game. I still haven't finished the main game uh, of that yet. So I'll probably dip back into some smaller tiles. I still have to finish uh, River City Girls 2. I'm actually on the last scenario. Uh, wrap that up and uh, put a bow on that. So I, so I do have that, and I have some other games that I can dip into my backlog, like Resident Evil... Um, I've also got the, uh, that zombie game, uh, dead island too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can start attacking those once 16 is done street fighter six, but I'm waiting for my replacement to controller to come back and, uh, it's on back order. So it's probably not going to be, I'm not going to be getting it until roughly the middle of the month. So um, um, my Street Fighter fun is going to be on hiatus at least until my uh, my uh, my fight controller comes in. Then I can go back and start enjoying that game. So, so yeah, um, not really. That's really it right now. I don't really have too too much. Uh, that's on my my next acquisitions list right now but uh, final fantasy is going to be the the primary focus once things get back to normal here in the
2: house i don't blame you it's a good game i cannot wait to start playing it again yeah yeah
0: so that's going to push us to our next topic on our docket that being the main event <music> all right des
2: you're on deck. All righty. So, so for this episode's main event, the question was, what's a really popular game or game series everyone seems to love, but you don't like for whatever reason? Um so we had uh we had one response and I cannot wait to hear what what um what uh are are the people on our uh, pod are going to say, but uh Will D said easy. Monster Hunter. Oh, it just hurt my heart when I heard that. <laughs> uh, Fortnite, Barbie and her sisters' puppy rescue. Puppy rescue. Um, okay, I wasn't I, I, Fortnite. I can see Barbie and her sisters' puppy rescue. I was like, I'm assuming maybe you have kids and they played it for a very long time. It's and you got tired of it, sort of like Frozen, maybe. I don't know, but um, but it's yeah, a super,
1: it's a super huge and toxic fan base i mean it goes deep
2: yeah yeah i i I can Uh, i can see that i can see that uh for me um for me what's a popular gaming series that everyone seems to love but you don't like uh halo i i did not like halo at all um not not a fan of it i don't know why um and I know what well, at the beginning was because I didn't like first person shooters and i just got i was just like ugh, first person shooters, you know just kill me now but but um now that i've now that I've gotten used to first person shooters and I can play them a lot better, I still just don't i just don't see them i I just don't see halo being being a a series for me, you know, I never got into master chief, never got into the feeling of it uh, another one that I that never really that I never really got into people got into was uh, gears of war I just couldn't get into it um, I don't know why there's tons of them I know you really enjoyed them Kevin for, for a very long time but it just it, it never resonated for me I don't I don't know why um, and I tried I, I tried a couple of times but I just never it just never felt like I, I, I got into it so but, but that's my, that's me. Um, so uh, Chase, uh, what's a, what's a series or game uh, that you never really got into, but, but everyone else is just like, Oh my God, this is great.
1: I don't know. Like probably um, for one, like RTS is, um, it's not really a series, but it's a genre of game. Like, um, I mean, I know a lot of people like really like just planning and, sh- you know, using all this strategy, I'm like, that sounds like work and a lot of spreadsheets and just a lot of work that's I don't really want in my video games. You know what I mean? But, um, okay. uh, but other than that, um, I'm trying to think here, um, <laughs> put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> let's see. I don't know a lot of the things that. Like, I mean, I give anything the benefit of the doubt and um, I'm even scrolling through the games that I own that maybe I picked one up and I don't know, man. Uh, St. Louis, well, Fortnite, I, I, with Fortnite, it it has decent like shooting mechanics and all that stuff. And like, it's all there. I don't think it's just for me. Like, it's, I can say that it's a good game mechanically and to doing what it's supposed
2: to do it's super popular but um you know um but for I'm, you personally it's just not it just didn't it doesn't tick the boxes right
1: right uh i don't i don't want to like if i'm gonna play a multiplayer shooter i just want to like run around and have fun i don't want to like find a gun and then die by someone who just hit me with a sledgehammer or something i'm like wait a minute that's not right that guy just turned into a building that's not right <laughs> you know uh, i don't know it's just some people like things and some people don't like other things
2: you know yeah no totally understandable um and i think that's the beauty of of games there's just so many different types of it, games that you could get i think the
3: more yeah, especially so, now
2: Yeah, especially now. But I think more so it it comes down to to like genre specifics now, you know, because because everyone is trying to find that one kind of genre that that sticks. So, you know, so you'll probably be able to find, you know, a couple of years from now, you know, something in a genre that you that is not that is not bad, you know. Um, The looter shooter craze, I think, will never go away, you know and there's some Fortnite S games that that I like but but just as a as a game itself. Yeah, I never got into Fortnite either, so I totally understand. So there are some battle royale type games that you got into? Uh yeah, there was this one. I think it was called Spell Spellbinder or Spell, Spellbound? Spellbound. That was the one. And it was um it was a uh, 3v3 V3 kind of situation where you were pitted with uh three uh, two other people and you had these gauntlets two gauntlets and your right hand and your left hand and you could have you know fire on one ice on the other and they would work in tandem so what you would do is you could you could throw like a a fireball then make it rain and then create steam to obscure you know people's views so they couldn't like assassinate you and there was like Earth and water turned into poison or something like that. So so there was you could make these different type of um, spell effects. And I really liked it. And you ran around and it was. Uh, but the the sad thing about it was they had an actual. They had an actual like story they were going to do and multiplayer and all this other stuff. But then, you know, along comes, uh, you know, along comes Fortnite. And the looter shooter, you know, battle royale, oh, battle royale, not looter shooter. The battle royale genre kind of kind of came in, and they were like, "Well, we already have this proof of concept, and it works. You know, let's let's try to build some capital." And so they changed everything. They scrapped everything, and then made it into a battle royale game. And that's so, so, and that's what they did with it. And and I, I got was the hopeful,
4: name wrong, by the way. Oh, it's Spellbreak.
2: Well, Spellbreak, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> but. But yeah, but that's that's what I that's what I meant. It's like it's like I really liked it because it it was a little bit different in in that it wasn't like everyone against each other, but you had like a team and you worked together to kind of like take people out. And the 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 skill ceiling was pretty was pretty like low, so everyone was pretty good as long as you knew what you were doing. Um, and I had hoped that they were going to continue with the game and then bring out a, a kind of single player type because the graphics look good. The spell effects were good, but, but again, you know, they were trying to raise that capital and, and it just, I, I don't, I, I don't think it, and they really were able to raise enough for it to be anything more than just a battle Royale game. And, and, and that, that saddened me because like I, I actually played it for, for, for quite a bit, but it just didn't, it just didn't work. Well, I um, I actually found my answer. It's
1: Five Nights at Freddy's.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> there
1: you go. Fuck that game. And I don't understand how it's even a game. Like I've said, like the people that are just, like, really into it, well, mostly like my son. And um, I'm like, he's like, you don't like this game? It's super popular. I'm like, it's not a game. You're just like opening, closing doors and looking at screens. How is this? Even remotely popular. Like if I made this game right now, and it it hadn't come out before, it would be panned. I don't know. Well, I think got a huge following, and it's. I think it's the survival. I don't understand that either.
2: Well, I think it's the survival genre. The survival. The the survival horror genre. How long can you last before you die? Yeah, but even like survival horror,
1: like like you have like Resident Evil and Silent Hill and stuff. There was more of a game there than just like opening closing doors and you're just sitting there uh i don't know like it's i I think it kind of ruined like indie horror because everything kind of wanted to be like either that or just running around a house being chased by something and like there's nothing unique or creative in the horror genre right now unless it's like a big name like like your dead spaces and
2: stuff you Mm -hmm. know but I also think that Five Nights at Freddy touched on something that was a bit nostalgia because people remember Chuck E. Cheese and they remember Pizza and Pipes and they remember that sort of that sort of uh, they remember that and the nostalgia and then having it be tied to this kind of like weird horror franchise. That's not really scary when you think about it. So it's kind of like, you know, teens could 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 play it and kids could play it, you know, and it's because it's not terribly too you know, scary. So I think that's another thing. It, it kind of tapped into into something that it's like, you know, people our age should be like, you know, oh, I remember Chuck E. Cheese. And then they can kind of like tell their kids about it and be like, oh, yeah, this was Chuck E. Cheese. And the kids can play it, you know. So I, I think that's why it's popular is because it 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 taps into it taps into a form of nostalgia that that people can relate to. Because remember, like those those animatronics Chuck E. Cheese were scary as fuck. So I understand that. You know, and then you pair it with like it can kill you now. And I think people people kinda it kinda resonated with people. I didn't think it was gonna be as long as it was. So the fact that it's still as popular as it is is kind of like crazy to me. But I can understand why it got popular, but I the fact that it's still popular is just crazy to me.
1: Yeah. And the the fans base seems like oddly, like horny for the characters too, so that's kind of weird too. But.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of the the weird. um yeah, you know, yeah, The weird, like fan stuff they 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 do for the characters is just like, yeah, that's inappropriate. But you know, <laughs> well, we can't it's have nice things. Yep, can't have we, nice things anymore. That's that's why. That's why. <laughs> So you got any other ones, Chase? Or is that pretty much you know? I I, I like it all, man good i think we need more people like you uh so kev what about you uh well
0: the low-hanging fruit is of course fortnite yeah um first exposure to that my wife's cousin came and spent a couple of weeks with us a few summers back and uh said you gotta play it gotta play it it's so great so great and I played, like, I think I was on the screen for maybe a minute before I got killed. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I, I think I'm good. I, I this, this this game is trash. I don't ever need to play it, ever. And, <laughs> you said, I think um, I'm
3: good. And
1: your cousin was like, no, you need to get good. That's the, that's the problem. No no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. I am I'm, I'm good on this. I, I have better things to do with my gaming time. Um I hate the art style. I hate it. It's another reason why I I, I don't like this I, I I think you mentioned it before, Chase. It's like okay, I'm jumping into this battlefield. I don't have a weapon, but I've got a sledgehammer and I gotta walk around and chop down bricks and houses and get resources to build up other houses and ramps to to keep from getting killed. It, it, I don't like it. Um, when my uh, my wife's cousin was here, he wanted to play it on PlayStation. Said, "No, nah, you're not. I, I I'm not going to let you pollute my my friends list with uh, Fortnite people. No oh, way, no oh, how. Damn. So, dude. It, well, there's a reason behind that. There's a reason behind that. Uh, so I let him use my Xbox, uh, my, my game, my because I was still I was I don't remember if I was I can't remember if I was with gold or if I had moved on to Game Pass. But anyway, I had a, a an Xbox account. It's like, well, I'm hardly ever on that thing. Go ahead and do what you want. And the some of the things I would hear those people say, and these are. Based off their voices, they've got to be like 12,
2: 13, yeah. 14. Yeah, exactly.
0: And my Seven, wife's cousin eight, at nine. the time was 16, maybe 17 at the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You motherfucker, you you bu- you bu- 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 it's like, and it's like you—you you sound like your balls haven't even dropped yet, and you're cursing like a sailor. Hmm. I, I'm like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. and then there's the whole thing with the with—I I can't remember if it was Fortnite or it might have been another game. Uh, some somebody got busted for grooming, and it's just—I, it, 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 and I know it's not fair. That I pile all this other stuff on top of this game simply because I don't like it, but it 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 just seems to have a toxic community.
3: Yeah.
0: And it's like when when my wife's cousin left and he went back home, um, I just deleted all those people because I, I I jumped on the Xbox for something, and the the invite to Fortnite was M F or Let's Play. <laughs> and I'm it's like, nah, bruh, I don't even know who the F you are. I was like, I I just deleted and I was like, no, no no no. There there's there there no. I, I have well, I have no 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 love for that game whatsoever.
1: Well that could be multiplayer in general because like there's there are like more toxic fan bases than Fortnite like like say like League of Legends, I've heard is like probably one of the most toxic fan bases of all time or mm-hmm. multiplayer games. And uh,
2: never played it. Yeah,
0: that my that that's probably true. But the problem I had was that this is coming from such young sounding voices. That's the issue I had. It's like, where's your mama? Where's your daddy? Why aren't they? coming in to correct this language I mean unless you live unless you you, unless you are a ward of the state with your own place some type of guardian has to at least be there at some point while you're on this thing on this game playing and I mean and these kids are not just you know talking normally they're yelling to as as loud as their little lungs can push the air out of their flapping mouths Mm. I mean filling the whole house with profanity. And I, I'm I'm just like, no, nah, I, I no, no. I'll tell you another game that I don't like is um Overwatch. Mm. Probably yeah. for the same thing. I I, I number one, I want if I'm gonna play a multiplayer game, I'm only gonna play it with people on my friends list. I'm not gonna play it, I'm not gonna jump into a random room and i think with fortnite there are some modes that require team cooperation and if you're not talking then you're not able to you know ascertain or dictate tasks and uh assignments to you know trying to get get everything everybody's just seemingly running around doing their own thing
1: well that's like the bad thing about battle royales too is because you can't just make a private match unless you have a hundred friends. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because so,
3: <laughs> so yeah, That's like insane. at least with
1: Overwatch, you can like get so a group together and you know run some. You know, it's pretty fun with friends. But like, I mean, I heard that Overwatch is horrendous, but um, I had fun just playing with just friends on private matches in Overwatch. But mm. um, and it, it's art style I thought was better it, it, than Fortnite, even though it still had kind of a cartoony look. It still kind of was anime inspired with like Fortnite's more i mean it's still a little bit anime inspired but
3: it's,
0: it, it it's, i don't it's know weird. It, it's, it's a weird art very style. weird the art style is weird the characters are weird uh and then they then they run through they, they design all these characters based on all these demographics some of them are real and some of them are not and, and the characters just really look bizarre it's like they're they're not just design they're designing you know according to somebody's idea of quote-unquote inclusion and it just building these backstories of uh the, the sexual proclivities of all these characters it's like don't nobody care about all that you're not even creating your own character where something like that would be important you're running around shooting each other in the face
2: I think I, I think what Kevin. I
0: don't. I don't get that. I think, I, don't get I, think
2: that. I think the main problem that Kevin has is he just could not do the floss. He couldn't do the floss dance, and so he's just like, "I'm yeah. done with this game."
0: <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. I, I I only I literally only played it for like one round, and I was like, you know, what? I'm I'm all the way good, and then to top and then to top off the 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 ice cream of games that I can't stand. Um it it's going to have to be miho games genshin impact and the reason oh, the i don't like games. genshin i reason that i don't like genshin impact number 1 is a gotcha game and that yeah. is just that, ju- that 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 just leaves a bad taste all around yeah well, it, i know it's, it's icky free. in the name
1: it's like in the name that it's, you know it's there to get you
0: you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, and i know it's free and yada 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 but still also another community that's a little bit weird. Not a little bit weird, a whole lot weird. Um, and the mechanics, the me- the actual mechanics are just so elementary. They are so rudimentary. It tap the square button to attack. And then you hit another button to switch out their character during a, for a elemental attack. Like if you have a fire-based character you switch to the wind-based character to amplify that that uh, elemental attack, and ooh, you get this 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 m- bigger damage. Just another game that looks pretty on the surface, but when you actually delve into the mechanics of the actual game, just really really shallow. And then I I I can't remember if this is the game. Or I mean I'm sure this is common amongst gotcha games anyway, where you if you want a particular character you gotta buy a pack, and yeah. hope that character comes in the pack that you bought.
3: Yeah, that's. It,
2: it, am,
0: am I correct in that? Yeah,
2: that's that's the yeah. that's all those games. That's how they get you. That's yeah, the gacha. they got They got you when you pay the money.
0: And it's like no, you can miss me with that. If I want to play as a particular character, just Put that character on the store. Let me buy him, or buy her, and add them to my playable character roster. I I, I don't need. It, it's like I don't even know if you got if you're if you're looking for if you're looking for Frank, and you're getting a box, a packet full of bills. What do you do with all those bills? Do you break them down into resources until you get the the, the Frank that you're looking for? I I I think it'd be and hilarious
1: different. if in Impact had a character named Frank and Bill, <laughs> you know, <laughs> little anime girl named Frank and Bill. <laughs> I can see so, it.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, and all of that stuff is just,
2: uh,
0: yeah,
2: so not a fan.
0: Not a fan. Not a fan. I, there's pro- probably eighty percent of it is because I'm old, uh, but I don't think you know. The rest of the 20%, even if I was in that demographic, just the people that are associated with some of these, the communities associated with some of these games are just weird, toxic and weird. It's bad enough when you're toxic, when you're toxic and weird, that's just just an unacceptable combo.
1: Yeah, I think think it's weird when there's a toxic fan base on something that's not really super skill-based, you know what I mean? Like, I can see getting, like, all, like, uh, not toxic, but really competitive and, like, talking shit if you're playing Call of Duty or Counter-Strike because there's an actual skill to playing those games. Like, uh, mm-hmm. there's a VR game called um, Gorilla, Gorilla Tag, and one of my cousins, he's, like, a little kid, and he would um, just talk the most horrific shit on this, like, gorilla, basically, tag It's tag like like you played when you were kids and i'm like mm. you're just flinging your arms and you're talking <laughs> shit
0: like dude there's no skill in this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know that's why i stick to fighting games for my multiplayer games because i, I don't have to talk to anybody and uh it, it's just a one-on-one uh confrontation and win lose, or win lose or draw that's it you know you move on just move on to the next opponent and i i like those type of multiplayer games or if i was going to play um uh, something with that that requires more people it's got to have a mode where i don't have to talk to anybody yeah or i could be in a private chat and still get whatever requirements done for that mode which basically means it just be death you know death kill or kill collect or kill confirm whatever you know whatever nothing that requires actual um cooperation to accomplish tasks in a, in a given scenario so like in death yeah like most of the yeah most of the games yeah. like yeah, you don't I'm have guessing. to talk to anybody even in in the capture modes you didn't have to talk to anybody i mean yeah. you, you 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 just oh okay they're, they're taking over this section oh I I'm either gonna go over here or I'm gonna stay here and defend this flag until it's secured for our team. you know the stuff simple stuff like that, but if I gotta you know protect a, uh, uh, an MVP or MVT most valuable target or something and somebody else has got to deactivate a bomb and somebody else has got to open a crack of code somewhere else is like no, that means I gotta talk to people I don't know. And that always ends bad <laughs> in my experience. So.
2: I totally yeah. understand that.
0: So that's, cool. that's those those are my hater hateration games.
2: There you go. All right, Joe, you're up, my friend.
4: As far as you know, I've dabbled in a few um like genres of games. I just don't get it, or it just misses me. And I would probably have to say first. Like, I've tried to understand League of Legends. I um, I had an old friend, Omar, that I used to go over to his shop, and they had multiple, like, you know, desktop computers set up playing League, and I was watching all the tactics that they were doing and so on and so forth. But it's a little bit beyond me as far as the whole RTS genre in general on there. You know, it's like I uh, haven't really played. I tried to play StarCraft back in the day. I just... Didn't it just doesn't mesh with me for whatever reason? I'm just uh, not, for one, being a mainly console player, doing keyboard and mouse and doing all the crazy RTS stuff is just kind of nuts to me on there. And I see a lot of people talk about like 4X too, uh, like strategy games, and uh you know it's like, I've dealt with Civilization a bit, but you know the other games that you know I've I think I've tried at one point. Um, trying to remember the name of the game it might be sins of a solar empire and it's just like kind of just nuts to me it's like just crazy yeah just crazy just trying to figure out running the rts and uh, you know just you know i just i want (laughs) to be able to relax you know or have some sort of nugget and i just see other people would probably just dig that type of gameplay, but I don't know if you have you ever tried to play a, a RTS uh, like a 4X RTS chase.
1: I um I had picked up Stellaris at one point. I was yep. like, this looks kind of cool. It's like Mass Effect but without the rest of the game. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like yeah. maybe. And then I was like, man, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, Stellaris was a lot of game. I I I yeah, I was wanting to get it, but I haven't pulled the trigger on it just because I've watched people play it and 4x games are that's a lot like i i can't yeah
1: and then like <laughs> exterminate exploit explore something something xx yeah
3: i can't do
2: it thing. yeah
4: yeah, uh, you know, and I'll probably also say the Battle Royale genre in general, but, you know, I give it a fair shake. I've just been looking for one that kind of has that special, like, you know, sauce that would keep me on it, you know. It's like, uh, you know, I try, I've try, dabbled with Overwatch, you know, i just trying to understand the different modes and the play and that kind of thing, you know. I, I'm not beyond playing some team deathmatch you know i played a ton of uh, god resistance 2 back in the day resistance 2 and resistance 3 multiplayer uh, i was definitely in battlefield at one point too i played a lot of modern battlefield modern combat from way back in the day on the original 360 um, and then from there and then it kind of dabbled in from there but it just seems like the uh, battle royale genre is kind of little bit beyond me at least a little bit you know well, um, the
1: weird thing is it's actually pretty easy to oh, like yeah. you just get into like the top five and that is just staying away from people and not doing anything and just finding a couple of weapons and just staying away from everything until the end of the match and then it's like a one-on-one and then you either win it or lose it i mean i've won some like it's not like incredible it's just i just don't really like it <laughs> you know, like, I mean, how boring is, is super... it just
4: to uh, avoid conflict until the last, like, you know, final 16 or whatnot? You know,
1: yeah,
4: you know, I, I've talked about this on this show, even. I played a little bit of Apex, I've, um, you know, played other games. I played H1Z1 back on the console on PS4, and felt like it was a good, good old time, that kind of thing. But, you know, it's like there's no just doesn't seem like there's no weight to it i want something that um maybe has the feel of a, like a doom or a, something like that where it's just super meaty super weighty and could, you know not so throw away it just seems like most of these uh, battle royale games where you know you jump in you you know try to do your best if not it's like rinse and repeat you know over and over and over so
0: yeah you ever played dying floor What's you talk about Killing Floor, you mean? Killing Floor, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, I own it, floor. but I, have,
4: I haven't played it yeah, uh, in a that, long time. I've played a couple of, of rounds of it, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, we
1: used to play a lot of that on the PS4 with um, our Scarcasm game mics when I was mostly on PS4 back around 2017-ish. We would. Yeah. Um, it's like Left 4 Dead, but with um, but it's like Horde mode with um, Counter Strike like weapon selection between matches and stuff and it's it's actually really fun it's all co-op and so you're just fighting zombie dudes and like um they call them Zed in the game but it's it, it's a fun game you know it's just I know.
4: Um, yeah i it, played a little bit of it, it kind of gave me some zombie army vibes a little bit so
1: and it's also one of the only it was great for game nights because it's one of the only games that has six player co op, so you can just like, oh wow have like a whole group of people just in there killing zombies and stuff and there's the boss at the end normally
4: you know i'll have to maybe check out that uh maybe chivalry 2 you know that's on my backlog you know, it's something i haven't really gave a fair shake and it's been a psn game on their uh deep rock you know maybe a little bit but oh well, i'm kind of steering that game. that steering great. away from uh um battle royales and generals so you know, so I'm just looking. You know, it's like I just want to find one that that, that clicks with me. So, you know, hopefully, maybe that's Exo Primal. Maybe, <laughs>
1: you know, so I don't know. There's a new game that's out. This I know you guys like um, Earth Defense Force. There's an actual um, branded st- starship, tr- starship Troopers game called Extermination in oh, early access right now. And it's like a first person shooter co op um left or dead like game and it, it looks pretty cool right on
4: yeah so i'm just i'll keep an open eye, mind i mean i know how you both you des and and kev you feel about exo primal at least the demo we tried and you know i'm probably the only one here <laughs> probably checking that out when it drops on games pass next month but uh you probably miss miss both of you with all that business right
0: yeah, I'm I'm good on Exo Primal.
1: Got it. But yeah, Deep Rock, Deep Rock Galactic, that game's great. Uh. Yeah,
4: no, I enjoyed that. I don't I don't consider that uh, Battle Royale. And then uh, probably the last thing is just sports games just miss me nowadays. It just seems like I'm a big baseball fan, but i try to get into MLB the show. It's just uh, to me, it's almost like too much if need be. You know, maybe. You know, by the time I guess you get the learning curve down and you're able to bat properly and that kind of thing, you wind up, it, it doesn't properly simulate the game that you are wanting to play. Because it is on too there. much. Yeah.
1: I would like a baseball game to where it looks like MLB The Show, but it's more arcadey, kind of like how like Forza Horizon looks like a sim racer, but it's actually an arcadey racer. Like you, I just, I want. To have that realistic super nice look of, but, but then also play fun yeah you know?
4: maybe there's some sliders i'm not aware of what mlb to show, and maybe i'll have to fire that up on games pass and check that out i know what super mega baseball 4 just came out from ea so and uh, but that's more of a cartoony look which i don't mind yeah, like necessarily
1: that's what i was saying. It's like super, super mega baseball. It has the arcadey feel, but then it looks goofy. I, I want it to like look like MLB to show. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and I was I looked at Super Mega Baseball four, but it's like it's fifty bucks for a uh, you know a cartoony baseball game. So it's like okay, EA, I don't know what you doing with that business? But uh, I guess you know there's EA Play. I think I'd be able to get like the ten hour preview. But, yeah, um, you know, NBA 2K, nah. Uh, NHL or any of the other, you know, sports simulation games from, like, EA. Proper Madden, you know, I haven't probably tried, and even if I did try, I'm just like, why? It's like, you know, it's it's just kind of missing me, too, so.
0: Yeah, they got, they started getting complicated, I think, in the 16-bit era. With the multiple plays and uh, calling audibles and all that stuff. Because I remember the the good old days of the Intellivision sports games. Basketball, football, baseball. You didn't really have to know how to play the game proper. It was just the game stripped down to its basic core elements. And those core elements really... Played Well, you know, they they really translated well into a video game, but now you actually have to understand the game in order to play a lot of these games. Like, I think the last, the last sports game I played, I think was NBA live 93 or 94. Uh, And it was starting to get complicated then but it still mostly played like an arcade you know like what would later you would describe as something like an nba jam it was a little bit more complicated than that but not to the point where you know you absolutely you know you had to understand the game uh but it was still fun yeah and it's also probably how the actual game is
1: played these days versus how it was played back then when like in the 90s the game was very much in inside the court doing slam dunks and things like that when now it's all about threes and or um, tactical gameplay you know mm. but
3: it
1: but I remember playing a, um, a basketball game with my brother I'm not sure which one it was it was one on the ps2 or the original xbox but it was a, um not a super cartoony game but we would use sliders and make team members and just have fun. And it felt arcadey, not anywhere to where like this motion capture stuff to where it feels like if I'm not actually dribbling the ball, when my dude's going to fall over, you know,
0: (laughs) was it NBA street?
1: It it wasn't that I know for a fact it wasn't that, but it was like, uh, like in some sort of NBA game that was like in the court. Like, so it might've been an early live, you know, but, but I remember it being more arcadey than that, so than it is now. Now they just want your money. <laughs> exactly. <with all> the, <laughs> how much that that you, you have to uh, I know people that are really bad at the gambling thing that have spent like an ex- like you know like wow. You could have probably paid off your house by now if you didn't Oh
0: wow. Oh, trying to get that dream team.
1: Yeah, like all that you have. Like if you're doing that kind of playing that game mode, you have to put down money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Understood. It's that. All
4: right, then. That's it for me, though. Uh, I think I've kind of hit upon genres. I were games that uh, haven't really got my juice is flowing but you know i'm keeping an open mind so you know maybe we'll see so
2: yeah all righty well thank you so much uh will d for taking the time to uh answer that question and in doing so will d actually left a question for us and we figured you know what this is a good question that we're actually going to let everyone uh answer for episode 216 he actually gave us two questions so the next two uh, questions, this one and the next one, are from Will D. So uh, thank you, Will D. For asking his questions. We're gonna give them out to the, um, we're gonna post them, and we're gonna have them answered uh, by the uh, by the listeners as well. So the question is, uh, let's move on to a hard question. Which company is more important to the history of gaming? Atari, Sega, Nintendo, Nintendo. In EC, Sony, Microsoft, there is only one right answer. And fight! <laughs> so I'm sure this is going to bring a lot of conversation because I'm sure each one of these, and probably Panasonic, you know, might be might be trying to put themselves in the mix for that one as well, too. So, uh, because I feel like all of those people will think that they are, are the most important. So... But they don't count. We just want to hear what your thoughts are. So uh, make sure you start forming them, and uh, we will episode. We will uh, we will talk about them uh, in episode two sixteen. All right. And uh, well, you know what comes on after the main event in the vessel line? It's the Jabroni Gaming News.
4: All right. Thank you, sir.
2: You're welcome, sir.
4: All right. Good deal. So, you know, uh, we got beyond all that, uh, you know, FTC, Microsoft, Activision business on there, you know, and, uh, you know, we don't I, th- I think we hit the nail on the head last time, um, you know, but there was one mention too about uh, Satya, uh, the uh, president of Microsoft talking about how he wanted You know, he wants all games to be uh, (laughs) uh, platform agnostic on here. But it's because of this, um, you know, territorial, like, you know, uh, marketplace that Sony has, you know, created um, exclusives that, you know, it's just all PlayStation's fault. So, yeah, according to the quote, this is the Microsoft CEO claims he would love to get rid of console exclusives entirely. I have no love for that world, he says. So, <laughs> on there, but you know, put a bow on all that stuff. We will find out more about what the FTC is going to rule on as far as uh, the whole Microsoft, Activision, Blizzard merger on that any last parting words about this chase do you have you been following this at all by chance
1: well yeah i I mean not really following it per se but every gaming podcast on the uh, non-desk on the planet has been touching on it a little bit and it just seems to be something that's so drug out and at this point i'm like can can just can xbox just have it so we can stop talking about this come on it's just, yeah. just, okay. let's just, let's just get this over with.
4: <laughs> well, we'll probably talk about it more once the FTC does finally rule on this, but we're going to put this baby to bed on there. I don't think either of you two, Des, do you have any parting shots on this business before we get on nope. to our normal news?
2: <laughs> nope. I am with I am with Chase with this whole this whole situation. I'm done with it. You can't stop whining. It'll probably go through, and we can get on with our lives. I
4: love that Sega came out and said that they're not um, wanting to be acquired by anyone. So, <laughs> so that's, a, that's fantastic.
3: Really,
4: yeah. That, that they, they are appreciative of Microsoft, but uh, yeah, they don't want to be acquired by
1: anyone. So Sega
4: don't need them man. Yeah. Sega's going to take the money, whoever we're going to take the money from. So, you know, it's all good. So, all right. Sorry to deviate from that. Um, First thing I wanted to talk about is that um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag is now rumored to be getting a remake. So, a modern version of you know probably the most popular game, uh, the Assassin's Creed series, uh, has been greenlit. Uh, This is according to Kotaku, so put that where you uh, might want to believe or not believe. So, that it's in its earliest stages and will not be complete for at least a few years. So there's a team. At Ubisoft Singapore, the same uh, wonderful team that's work, been working on Skull and Bones for the, like the last century, <laughs> um, is, is going to be um, heavily involved to help modernize the game. So they're going to help the, especially with the uh, boating uh, aspects of it. So so you know and and you know it's kind of crazy with assassin's creed and, and you know we kind of talked about this previously like in a prior episode but right now according to an article from insider gaming uh there is currently 11 assassin's creed games in the works right now so so you got uh, Mirage, which you know we talked about, that was shown at the PlayStation Showcase, and Ubisoft uh, Connect on there. Uh, there is a Nexus VR game on here, uh, Codename Jade, which is the mobile game that Ubisoft showed at their um, Summer Games Fest festival on there. And then you have multitudes of different games. You have Codename Red, Codename Hexy, Codename Invictus, Nebula, Raid, and Echoes on here. So it looks like three of them are single-player games, three of them are multiplayer games, and uh, then they have Nexus 2 VR in development as well. So 11 games all together uh, with this. So we talked about, I guess, that... Uh, Nebula is going to be based in India, the Aztec Empire, and the Mediterranean on here. And then at the um, multiplayer games, there's going to be a free to play, four player cooperative title that will be PVE on here. So, so uh, I, th- you know, we talked about before about Ubisoft, and I kind of think, and I'll kind of say my piece, is like they're double down they're triple down they're like you know it seems like they're better off maybe doing one every three to four years but it just it seems like they're gonna you know it's gonna look like uh like an old man's testicles it's gonna be shriveled and um you know (laughs) dissipated after they're done with all this business does assassin's creed at this point in time warrant 11 separate games in development
2: well, for them it does. They want that money. Are you surprised? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not, not either, at all. But get get your money. People are gonna buy it. They gonna do it. So there you go. <laughs> I love it this seem like a lot though. But and and
1: I know that everyone loves Black Flag, but you know, I always thought that they should have did like the Ezio trilogy to remake first before they went towards just Black Flag. But I mean, that is the fan favorite there. So.
4: Even Assassin's Creed One, I mean, they could probably have done something with that at least, you know. It's like, uh, you know, it's they have so many other games in their back catalog, and I want, you know, maybe a new game from Ubisoft might
3: be
4: be something, but that would like take, you know, maybe too much initiative and risk, (laughs) possibly. And it seems like it's too much risk. Yeah,
2: I mean, you, you you hit the nail right on the head. It's too much risk. You know, people right now are trying to go for well-known IPs because it's easy. They already have all the assets for it. They already have everything they need for it. Why? Why um, rock the boat? Come on now. Why yeah. rock the boat? You know? It sells. So I'm not surprised.
3: Yeah.
4: Kev, what, what's your feelings on this? I know you're probably kind of lukewarm at best, right?
0: i I really liked Black Flag. I think it's the best of the series. Maybe not because of the story necessarily, but I think the mechanics take the best of all the prior games and put them all into one game. That said, I kind of wonder why would this remake be taking so long? It just seems like an awful long time for a, a remake. I mean, if they're taking everything down to the frame and starting with an updated engine, new physics, higher-res graphics, then oh, okay, I They just
4: guess, announced this remake, actually, but Skull and Bones is separate from the Black Flag
0: remake. So. Well, I'm talking about Black Flag. I, I, yeah. I just if you're if it's going to be that long in development like literally just starting yeah i'm i'm kind of thinking that it would be that's time better spent either working on a new ip or working on working on it just seems odd to me it just seems odd that a remake would be taking that long because the assets are already there. Now, like I said, unless they're taking everything down to the frame and more or less starting from scratch, then well,
1: I thought that's okay, what's the, I guess the difference in a remake and a remaster. A remake well, uh, and like a completely new a game, re-
0: a remake and a, re- a, a remaster in my view. And again, I'm not developing games, so maybe I'm just talking out of my took you're still utilizing some of the assets from the game. You may be changing the physics and updating the graphics, but you're utilizing the core elements of that game and building upon that building upon that with new mechanics and uh, quality of life things that a modern that the modern gamer is used to. And something that the, these modern consoles are going to be able to to produce. That's just my interpretation of it. it to me, it's still going to be Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It's still going to be the same game. It's not like Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's a totally different game than the original. Plays right. completely different. So, I—that's I, why I wonder why it would take why it would take that long. Maybe they have something completely different in mind that justifies this this long gestation period. But I I, I don't know. Um, it, it's going to be inter- it, it may be interesting to see what they do with it, but. To say, am I excited for it? I mean, when it comes out, I'll probably buy it because I like Black Flag. But am I sitting here actually enthusiastic about the news? No, I'm not because I've played that game already. I enjoyed it already. I thought it was perfectly fine already. What what are you really going to be doing with it? You know that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Now I, I you could probably say the same thing about Resident Evil Four. I've I've lost track how many times I have bought that game, and I turned around and bought it again. So, <laughs> you know,
3: yeah, but, but some
2: games are like okay, I think, <clears throat> you know, and I, and I think this is one of those games that you feel you know is 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 worthy of it. And I think that's what it really comes down to, you know, is is with these, rem- with these remakes, you know, it, they're all they're all gambles for it, you know, to see if there's going to be enough pull to make to make it worth their time. But, yeah, I don't it doesn't strike me that they would be the company that would do a Final Fantasy level remake. I'm sorry, they just don't. So you can you can be mad all you want, no, but they just no, don't seem like a Ubisoft. Th- yeah, I don't think they're they're not going to do that. So, no. so you know, and I'm
0: and I'm kind of in in case in Chase's camp. You would I if you were to do if you were to give me a poll, I would think that that poll would reveal that Ezio's the most popular Assassin's Creed character. Yeah,
3: I would, think I so would too.
0: just think that. Um, while I like Black Flag, I liked its story. I didn't think the protagonist was particularly endearing in any way. He's just another
3: assassin.
0: I, I think they had done significant character building uh, with the three Ezio games, literally taking him from his introduction to this lifestyle, uh, being proficient at it, and then taking him to the end of his career. They had. Put Put a lot of character building behind him, and I think that's what makes him such an interesting uh, character to play as in that series. I, I they didn't do that with this guy. He doesn't have two games before him to really build him up as that type, of, as that dude. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think that Black Flag was mostly about the gameplay of why people like it so much.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, it's the best of the it's the best of the best elements of the prior games, and they put them all into one game. But I, I would just think that Ezio would be that guy that, for people to say, yeah, that uh, you know, uh, Black Flag is my it, it may be their favorite playing Assassin's Creed, but I I kind of wonder it would I would think it would be one of the Ezio games that would be the favorite amongst the series. I I would think
1: kind of like final fantasy like there's people who like other games that's not final fantasy 7 and there's people that hate final fantasy 7 but everybody can name they're like name a final fantasy character everyone's going to say cloud mm. yep
4: all right well i think we had a good discussion about assassin's creed and as far as uh, Everything Ubisoft's working on, we'll have to see. You know, once Mirage comes out, I think that's on your day one get list, right? Or a Black Friday get, right, Kev?
0: Yeah, it would be. It would. It, I'm I'm not paying full price for Ubisoft game. I'm not. You don't know, because you don't have to.
1: <laughs> I mean, even either that, I like Ubisoft. I mean, I'm a yeah.
0: Even if it's a I, game that I, I like, I'm just not gonna play for pay full price. I I, I mean, I love
1: far cry games. So i'm like dude it's like mashed potatoes and gravy you know what you're gonna get you're gonna get some towers you're gonna shoot some dudes it's fun i know what's there it's comfort it's comfort food gaming but still i like saving money you know what i mean <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and even and the only like with far cry the only game that i've ever well i've never finished a far cry game I just play them until I get bored of the gameplay, and then I get, then I, then I chuck it. You know, I, I, sell it, I trade it. The only one that I actually finished was Primal because that's the one that everybody hates, and that's the one that I absolutely loved. I just didn't I like the last too. boss.
2: That's a good game too. So, yeah, so. yeah, I liked Primal.
4: I got kind of the dive into another far cry i've been thinking about five uh go back to joseph seed and that whole thing since there's a uh, 60 frames a second uh, patch that was just released for ps5 and xbox so
1: now nah, i'm to yeah. play the new one yeah five's good but if you want to think that like old Asa- uh, assassin's creed but um final final holy shit um far cry <laughs> <laughs> hasn't changed at all Play them backwards. Play six, then five, then four, then front you know, and you're like, holy crap. You get used to yeah. these things, that's not there anymore. And you're like, actually they have changed a lot. It's just like you look at them, just the cover art or whatever, or just some gameplay, and you're like, Oh, it looks the same. It's just really the maps
2: haven't changed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, the the primal and Far Cry four thing, people complained about that, but I was like, actually that's kind of cool. The fact that it's, you know, supposed to be the same. I mean, the map of the world doesn't change, does it? I mean, it's like, it's supposed to be the same area, right? But, no. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> now, if they, they came out with a prehistoric Pig and Men some, something, then uh, that'd be nuts. But, Get, out yeah.
3: <laughs> Get out of
4: here. Get out of here I actually beat Far Cry 4. I actually enjoyed that game quite a bit, so. Yeah, I do. All right, what's, next. Go
1: ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what's next on the news? Because uh, I was like, I got a little bit talking about Far Cry. Sorry, the derail. That's okay. I
4: love the derail. We're having good discussions here. Next thing we're going to talk about is Baldur's Gate 3. So uh, right now, the hubbub about Baldur's Gate 3 and Lorien Studios is that uh, they are kind of in a pickle right now. They want to release the game for Xbox, but they are kind of in something to where they're like, you know, Having to make some compromises to the game, and they don't want to make compromises to the game. So it's uh, the the hubbub is is that um, Xbox requires that all the features of games that you bring out for the series consoles are on each platform, meaning the Series S and the Series X. Basically, what's going on is that. Baldur's Gate 3 has uh, multiplayer involved. They have a co-op mode, and unfortunately, right now with the co-op mode, uh, they cannot get the co-op split-screen co-op working properly on the Series S. There's not enough memory; uh, it's struggling to run on the on a Series S at a quote-unquote acceptable level. So this has hurt Microsoft. Enough so that they have not announced uh, a date for the Series S or X versions of this game on there. And they've gone in, they spoke to IGN, and they basically stated, this is a quote from uh, the uh, creative director, S- Sven Binky, on here. And they said that... Uh, You could do all kinds of craziness that requires a lot of optimization on certain platforms. We're just faster than on other platforms. It just takes us time. That's the reality of development on here. So that's what they have to state on there. It's not that we planned this. Our plan is that we wanted to have a simultaneous release, but we've been on this game for a long time. It's a really big game. The amount of things you could do in it is insane, I think people will be surprised when they see everything. There's constraints we have to overcome, so we'll have to work on them. Some take more time on here. They concede that ultimately they might have to go into some compromises to release the Xbox version, but they chose not to go into further detail. They said that that they have gotten support from Microsoft, and they've gotten support from their ATG group. Uh, they've been helping a lot, but uh, because of Microsoft's, um, you know, basically stating that they have to be the same version on Series X and S. This game is not coming out uh, anytime soon for the Xbox platform. So it's kind of just a well. bit sad. I think Microsoft should relent and just let them release a Series X version of the game and ditch the Series S, but that's going to take a precedent that's kind of Crazy. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be released. They did announce a release. date so for PC, it's going to be uh, final 1.0 version. That's going to drop on August the 3rd, uh, 2023. On here is going to release on PlayStation 5 on September 6, 2023. On there. So, so even though they wanted to drop both day and date, um, I mean, this has been kind of a Long way to come as far as getting this game out from its Kickstarter on there. And then also, they commented that the playthrough of this game, if you want to make a standard playthrough, it's going to take about 75 to 100 hours. If you want to do everything in the game, you probably hit 200 hours on there. Um, mm-hmm. So, but on average, you're looking at 75 to 100 hours of game just to do a standard run, at least on here. So, so you know, I kind of believe that this game's probably going to be very, very good. We'll have to see. I know Desi's been kind of keeping an eye on this game, right?
2: that's day one for me on consoles, 100%. No joke. This is going to be so good. So, so good. Yeah, that's the
1: so, whole thing to where it's... Um, it kind of hurt up the, like, make skewed console... Things to where like back in the day, or even like not even that back in the day, like last generation, you knew that the PS4 and Xbox One, Xbox One, it either ran on those, or you just made a PC release. You know what I mean? Like you exactly what they're working for. And now um, there's skews and like that should only be a thing on PC to where you're like, oh, this is low settings, high settings, or whatnot. But it's just kind of weird. Because I mean, they're both in the same generation. I get it like if it's the older generation, like how um, I had played... Uh, what's that Silent Hill-like game that released...
4: Layers of Fear?
1: No, it was one where... Um, the Medium. I played oh, that the on Game Pass on PC, and I really liked it. And then I was like... I thought my wife might like it because she likes horror games, and I tried to install it on the Xbox One. It was like not compatible. It's a series only. I was like, well, well, there's that. And then uh, <laughs> that sucks. But but so they could they could do that, but then it's kind of weird having something that's because it's still in the same generation. Like they, yeah, they're you know, just
4: struggling you know, to get that feature. Working on the Series S and, you know, they, Microsoft is adamant that it has to come out for both Series S and X. There's no um, way to say I'm going to bring it out just on the Series X to just kind of get beyond it. And so they might have to cut the, the co-op out of the Series X version. And I don't think they want to do that either. So that's the reason why it's just been well, I mean, a big boondoggle.
1: That, so, that's why a lot of games like even in the 360 era got rid of a lot of co-op but not co-op but um split screen because to make it look good even in that era it had to dumb down the graphics and stuff because it was like split screen like call of duty and stuff but then you're like oh i cannot get this to run like we want to so there's no split screen anymore you know but um The only thing that was still doing split screen was like Halo and stuff, and Left 4 Dead. Yeah, Yeah, one thing too about Baldur's
4: Gate 3 is that it it is going to support, you know, split screen co-op. It's also going to support drop in, drop out multiplayer too. On there, so so
2: there's a lot of ways to to play it. You'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I I think this is also the error of the microsoft decision to have two different SKUs in the same generation yeah that's what it, i was saying it, it, it's dumb it's like you don't do that with a console you have one set SKU, and you can maybe have what well, well, what the ps5 did you have a disc version and the digital version still the same still the same console same experience regardless of which one you wind up with you want to save 100 bucks Get the digital. We don't mind if you want the uh, uh, luxury of physical uh, media, then you get the disc version. we only found out recently that the Series X was supposed to be the mid-gen refresh, and they just decided to, at oh, the last minute, as last minute as far as the console development cycle goes, decided to just give it to you at launch. That's weird, and that's dumb, because the Series S, in some respects, is less powerful than the, than the Xbox One X, which makes no sense whatsoever. And we found that out with those cross-gen releases when these new consoles first came out.
1: Yeah, I didn't even like the Xbox One X, PlayStation 4 Pro, that kind of stuff. I was like, why, why are we doing this? This is just making it harder... Really making it harder
0: on developers. I mean yeah. the 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 pro the the pro was really for people that wanted VR. I mean, it, really, it was a slightly better experience on the pro, from what I understand, than the base PS4. But but there were there were some benefits like in uh, in 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 uh, uh resolution and i think a little bit somewhat in frame rate but overall you really didn't need to get the pro if you weren't really into that or you weren't or you didn't have vr i got the pro because i was pretty happy with the ps4 it's like oh you give me a better version of ps4 okay let me trade in my old one get the new get the new hotness get the new hotness you know okay fine but this you literally have two different SKUs, even though they have the same chipset in them the amount of power is so great the difference in power is so great that you literally have a developer in this case the folks making Baldur's Gate 3 telling you we can't make this game the way we want to make this game on one of the SKUs in this same console family that makes zero sense it's that's stupid
4: i wish they would have just did a series x discless version and that's what not
0: they should have the, yeah. that's what they should have done
2: they're trying to that's hit exactly all
0: exactly what they should have done they're
2: trying to hit all segments of the market though you have, they want to get the high end people that can afford it and they want to get the low end people that can afford it remember their 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 plan is to try to be the best of to try to give the best to everyone within their within their uh within the market and i think that's the problem and and when you when you start thinking like that and you think to yourself that's that's their mindset that's their mindset and i really like to say this and i really believe that i'm true y'all were sold something that you're very rarely going to be able to enjoy oh you're not going to see it well by that i mean the type of frame rates and the type of like experiences that these teraflops are going to give you, I don't think you're ever going to explore because if everything is tied to the, to the S and we're seeing this right now with Baldur's Gate, if everything is tied to the S in order to have a, a flat kind of experience for everyone, they're always going to be dumbing down the games. Yeah. And that's just not, I just don't think that that for me personally, I just don't think that's acceptable to be coming from a four bill, four or five bill, you know, console. I just don't like. This is the worrisome to me. Like, this is really worrisome to me. If 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 that's their kind of, if that's where their their mindset is at, Well,
1: like, think and
3: if, if there's yeah. like
1: a a, um, a game that's coming out, they're like, we want this game to run and look like a next gen game. But also run on a graphics card from 2005.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like that, that, that sounds so, like, that's so asinine to me. It's like, really? Like, you, you really are trying to task developers to do that. I, I just don't think that, that, I don't think it's fair, number one. And I just don't think it's a good look, you know, for, for folks, for, for, for Xbox to, to be so like there like ugh. it's just it just is a bad taste in my mouth just the it's, it's it's just not a good look just not a good look
1: i mean it's like a restaurant that has everything every type of food known to man on the menu it's always going to be mid. it's uh, probably you'll probably find something that's decent i mean you're going to get full off of it but you're not going to go home and be like that was the best thing i've ever ate because they exactly. have too much stuff on their menu like there you, you you can get pizza you can get barters, you can get fish and chips you can get lobster like
2: <laughs> you know what i mean and, no you're you're exactly right and i think that's that's the problem you know they're just i i, I don't i i i worry you know for 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 folks who bought the um who bought the Xbox series X. And then the sad thing about this, the sad thing about this, and I, and I'm trying not to be devil's advocate, but the people that did, that did buy, uh, who spent the money and bought, you know, uh, the, 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 the series X, and they're going to hear Microsoft saying we are championing, you know, or we're championing, you know, that everyone can have the same experience. That is what we're trying to do. You know, and and we want them to do it, and they're going to try to make the developer be the bad guy for, for for not wanting to 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 put their their game on the S, and and the masses are going to cry. That is um, that is like uh consumer, whatever. anti-consumer. Yeah, they're considered anti-consumer because they're not allowing the the people to to do that, and it's like, well, no, we're not. We we developed this game and it can't run on that. It can run on this, you know. But that's not that's not acceptable, you know, anymore. And I just think that that's a that sets a bad precedent.
1: Do you want Cyberpunk
2: 2077?
1: Because that's how you get Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> I had a great experience playing Cyberpunk 2077. I loved that game, and but I played it on my PC from day one, and before patches or anything, and it was, you it might have been some bugs, but what if what else is yeah. what game doesn't have some bugs? But I had, they should not have released that game on the last gen uh, consoles, yeah. and mm-hmm. they probably actually shouldn't have released it on next gen consoles, at least not for a <laughs> while. And
2: yeah, and um, and here we are again. Yeah, and that's the, and I think, and I think that's the thing that's even crazier is when you hear them saying, when you hear CD Projekt Red saying, well, yeah, we're gonna, and and I don't think they've been very vocal about this, but the, but the this Saints, the Liberty, the new, the new, um, Liberty, yeah, yeah, that's coming. Phantom that's coming out. They're supposed to be have a huge like updates to the game that's supposed to make the frame rate better, all this other stuff because it's specifically for the PlayStation Five, and I think. If they had just made it for next gen consoles, I think that system would that 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 game would have been a lot better. But because but because they don't want to the companies don't want to be called anti-consumer, they said nope, we're gonna let it for we're gonna let it be for 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 all, all consoles, you know. And I think that hurt CD Projekt Red's reputation, you know, much more. And again, that's just again that's just my thoughts about the whole situation well I mean, you know get the they
0: didn't want to leave that money on the table they, did they didn't want to leave that money on the table
2: 100 percent about
0: the consumer they wanted that wanted, money
2: they wanted the <laughs>
0: money
2: let's be <laughs> let's be real they wanted yeah. the money they were like Wait, isn't you know it, what
3: we can isn't get some
1: exciting to like get a new console and you're like oh I get finally get to play this this new game like the new Spider-Man Two or whatever that I couldn't play on the last one, and it's going to be crazy. There's going to be freaking lighting like crazy. I can see Spidey's breath when he's, (laughs) you know what I mean. But all the puddles, (laughs) all them puddles. Oh, stop it! And then instead of like booting up your new console and it looks exactly like the old console except maybe bigger.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just, I, I, just think that this is a, this is doing, um, this is doing Larian Studios a disservice by, by, f- throwing them, you know, practically under the bus, right now. Yeah, because the bots are calling
0: these folks lazy. They're calling See, the devs
2: lazy. And that's, that's not that's cool. The,
0: that's the bot narrative going around, and of course, it's mm-hmm. backed up by Microsoft say well we we demand parity amongst you know in our games well you should have been given people parody in the
2: console yeah wouldn't have this problem but that's and that's the thing it's like you can't i don't understand like people think that it's magic i guess because it's like you can't have parody you know and and have the best thing because the system can't do it like you understand that and that's the thing i purposely bought an s Number And again, I know that I know that I might be in the minority because I have the disposable income to be able to afford multiple systems. I get that, you know, and and, and I get that, 100% get that, you know, so I, I'm eating good regardless because I'm just going to play it on the PS5 and, you know, I'm done with it, you know, but I understood. I realized that because I have a, a Series S, I'm not going to be able to play all the Super De Greatest games. You know, it's super high def. And, and that's that's what I had to understand as a consumer. And and I just think the consumers don't want that limitation. They just don't want. And then these and then these developers or these companies, not the developers, the companies sit up here and be like, oh, you know, we, we, we're trying to give you the best and the best, you know, enforcing these, you know, consumers to do that. You know, and if it's really and if it's really an issue, you know, save up your money and buy a PC. I, I really think so. You know, buy a PC
3: because you can play everything thing. on a
2: PC. Yeah, it's the same
0: thing. Why doesn't Ferrari build a twenty-five thousand dollar car? I mean, could they? Of course they could. Of course. Why won't they? Because that's not who they are. Exactly. Now I can now, I can write letters to the CEO and get on Twitter and get mad and, and blame the manufacturer for saying, well, you know, you you need to think about me. No, they're going to write me a letter back if they respond to me. And I and say, no, you got to get your weight up. Yeah. If this is what you want. We, we, I'm, I'm sick and tired of people talking about gaming as if it's a freaking right. It's not a right. This is a luxury. I know it sounds crass and I know it sounds bad and I know it sounds insensitive. But you know what? There's shit that I cannot afford that I would like to have. But until I get my weight up, I can't get it. That's called life. Mm-hmm. It's called life.
1: Yeah, I think. It's called it's- life,
0: and, and if a seventy-dollar game or a a five hundred-dollar console is going to knock you so far off your financial budget that it's going to throw you into shambles, then you've got more important things to worry about than freaking gaming. You do. I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tired of, of, of the. Well, we got to think of. It's got to be for everybody. It's got to be for the. What about the the, the single mom and the single dad with eight kids who's working three jobs and he's got the. You know, and the kids want to. Look, it's called priorities. It's called life. It's called. Damn, I, I, I can't get this right now. Other more important things. Take are taking priority, that's just weird to
1: me. Weird to me, it's like one of the only um mediums to where people have their identity built into it. People consider Mm. themselves, I'm a gamer. Do people say, I'm a car driver?
3: That's my, that's (laughs) my, oh,
0: bruh, 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 bruh. If you were around the muscle car craze in the 70s and 80s like i was yeah they did build into that i've seen people disown their sons because granddaddy worked for general motors and daddy worked for general motors and the son bought a ford and daddy's not talking to him anymore yeah Mm. that that, yeah it absolutely did happen doesn't happen that much now because you know Ain't nobody working for the same company for 30 years anymore, 40 years anymore. Those days have long since gone. But, yeah, the people did wrap themselves up in, into that type of thing because I was there to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh,
3: absolutely.
0: <laughs> Calvin got to mm-hmm. be pissing and on something. it's still just so.
3: stupid. Yeah. <laughs> It'd
4: be great if, if one of us bust out with a Calvin pissing on Xbox, you know. No.
3: <laughs> no. No.
2: It's just, people need to temper their expectations is all I'm saying. Temper your expectations. Yeah. Know what's going, know what's happening, you know, and just 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 know that. You well, know, let's hope, and it'll be okay. It'll
3: be okay. Yeah. It'll be
4: okay, hope Baldur's Gate 3 makes Xbox at some point. You know, hopefully they'll figure it out. In the meantime, uh, you can play it on PlayStation and PC if you want to play it um coming up on here, uh, game features all over 170 hours of cinematics alone. It's meaty. There is no it's physical. Crazy. for the game though. So just to let. I was expecting. It. Know. I was expecting. Yeah, it.
2: but it looks crazy. Like I, whoo, like I, I saw that and then I saw how like like what 70, 75 to 100 hours to complete. That's just silly. Yeah. You know, that's just silly. And I'm excited for it. Like, and th- this is one of those games. Where I'll, I'll play it for a little while and I'll be like, you know what? This is just a lot. I'm gonna have to take a break. Because there's gonna be so much to do in this game and I'm I'm so excited for it. Did you uh, play the old too. ones? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean no sorry. Sorry. I played part of them. Um I could not go back to them. I I <laughs> played I played as much as I could and I tried very hard i tried very hard chase and i was just like no this is this is not this no 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 (laughs) it's too much for me now no it's because they feel so archaic now and that was the main reason like like and, and i didn't play them back in the day um and so i know that my my love for them probably is not as refined as some other people who who actually played them um back in the day and like grew up with them uh i i I am not that person so so i tried i bought them and i tried very hard to um to be okay with 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 just how outdated everything was and i just i just couldn't do it i just couldn't do it so i tried you know i tried my hardest but it just was not it 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 was not for me so uh yeah yeah
4: i tried the bother with Baldur's Gate 3, Des, would you recommend, I mean, would Divinity 2 kind of be in the same wheelhouse as Oh, Divinity 2 is,
2: it? Divinity 2 is like, so, so I would say Baldur's Gate 3 is a sequel to Divinity 2 and Baldur's Gate 2. It's like they literally married, they married the gameplay from uh, Divinity 2 to a Baldur's Gate, and they added so much to it. You know, where at where we're in Baldur's sorry, where in Divinity 2 you had the multitude of different classes and races and stuff like that. This one is that on steroids because it's the D and D universe and they have all these D and D characters and license, license. So you're talking about tons of classes, at least 12 classes, at least 10 races, um, and they're all represented. So it's it's just going to be a very uh it it it's going to be a very crazy game i watched a lot of youtubers play it um uh i watched a lot of youtubers play it and in uh, early access and just watching them play it, it it it's just it's just gonna be so crazy i like yeah i'm 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 it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of fun
4: We'll have to see once it does come out and we'll kind of talk about it in september so and then, last but not least, I'm going to do some quick hits real quick. We're going to talk about some Anime Expo news. Anime Expo is going on right now in Los Angeles. So, uh, there were some games announced and some other things talked about. So, first thing, uh, Bandai Namco had uh, some announcements. So, they announced a Jujutsu Kaisen game called Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash. So, yet again... Um, you know, uh, Bandai Namco—they always go to the well and bring out a 3D action multiplayer brawler on <laughs> here. So, so yeah, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash is going to be where you create teams of two on here in that particular universe, two v two teams on there with different special weapons on here so i mean it's kind of cool that they did bring Jujutsu kaisen to video game format i just wish they did something other than a 2v2 battle game i don't know how you feel about this kev but uh <laughs> you know i kind of wish uh they would go to a, like at least an adventure game of some sort or something in another uh, type of uh genre on here so what, what's your overall opinion
0: this is cash grab, easy money. That, that's what it is. Because <laughs> it, it, what's going to happen is that everybody's going to buy it, and then everybody's going to complain about the mechanics being too simple, and then everybody's going to complain about the net code being trash. And by the time people, by the time this game goes into the into the discount bin, they will have already made two or three times more than what it cost to develop it that's why they do these types of games now i will i'll be the first one to tell you that the ultimate ninja storm games when they first came out were awesome they were fantastic they still have you know i don't even remember if the first ones had netcode if you could play online in them. maybe you could maybe you couldn't i never i never messed with that but they had story arcs that followed the anime and it was cool to play to play to see those uh, epic battles, epic fights play out in this type of style. But what happened is they they genericized it. It's no, it's no longer special. They'll, there may be a story mode. There may not be. It may just be a bunch of characters thrown into a, a battle royale type of situation. And that's it. That's kind of what I think this game is going to be, given... Their pattern for this style already. Um, if this was more in line with the uh, original Ultimate Ninja Storm games, I'd be all about it. But given the pattern of uh, their pattern of late with this game style, uh, it'll it's, most likely be a pass for me.
4: It's uh, being developed by Biking. Byking is the same developer that did uh, My Hero Academia uh the, the my hero One's justice and my hero One's justice too so kinda yeah sure I, I never
0: ever... played those but i've heard they weren't all that great got it
4: so kind of sad news but we'll have to see how that game kind of shores up now in, in better news akira Toriyama's sandland got at least a little bit more of a shine on here and they showed a new trailer with both the tank and the jump bot vehicles in the game on here and so they also announced that the game will be playable for the first time at san diego comic-con which is going to be in about three weeks from now in san diego california of course and they're going to have a movie premiere also as well for sandland as well uh, for that so but uh You'll have to take a look to see as far as what else is shown. We don't have a release date for that game just yet, but uh, I kind of wish I almost was at Comic-Con just to give it a shot, but hopefully they'll put it on the store.
2: So so looks like I might be going to Comic-Con this year. <laughs> Are so, you? Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I, I, I might be able to get in, and if I do, um, I'll give you a report back. All right, good deal. Well, you never know, though. It might actually be at uh, PAX 2, so.
4: Possibility. Who knows? Yeah, we'll have mm-hmm. to see. But, yeah, it is in development, though. Um, they are working on PS5, Xbox Series, both S and X. You know, it's going to be feature-rich on both, both series consoles, PS4 and PC as well, so i'll have to take a look but i'm kind of uh, eager to see what they do with this license because i think akira toriyama this is a good story uh, from what you were saying des so
2: yeah you can i mean again if you're if you're on the shonen jump app uh it's like a dollar 99 a month you can read the story it's a it's a one-shot story that he did so it, it has a beginning and middle and end i had read it in a long time but but it's definitely i say it's definitely worth it it is a it is a fun story, and like I said in another episode, I'm getting really good blue vibes from it, or blue dragon vibes from it. So I'm I'm kind of here for it.
4: All right, good deal. And then last thing, kind of added to the outline just at the last minute, but this was a uh, uh, event at Anime Expo today that they had a little deep dive into Granblue Fantasy, and they talked about both Granblue Fantasy Relink and also uh, Granblue Fantasy versus Final on there so and uh, as far as grand blue fantasy relink uh, right now is that they basically kind of showed a little more information as far as the whole um aspect of the game so the game is even though it has like multiplayer there is going to be a you know beginning middle and end to the game but they are working on um, basically some expansions updates for the game afterwards. That you know they're going to support the game after it is out on there. So and then uh, stated that uh, even though if you might be a newcomer to Grand Blue Fantasy in general, that uh, they will be able to explain the story told. It's going to be a standalone story on there, and um, they talked about more too. Uh, I saw that they're offering like a Side quests There's going to be a 100 plus side quests In the game too as well So On there uh, They're looking for A release window In the winter Uh, They don't have A release date just yet Uh, So they're saying It could be released Between uh, December 2023 And February 2024 Uh, But they're going to Narrow down that In the near future On there They said that It's nearing Its completion And they're going to Reveal more information In August So maybe at PAX possibly or we'll have to see where else they decide to kind of blow the lid off this bad boy it um, might be August uh, Yep, might be August So, and uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising uh, they went ahead and they talked a little bit more about the new mechanics uh, on, in the game they talked about a new character called Near that's in the game not from the uh, game Near, but uh, it's uh, just the character that they have uh, they talked about the new modes and features, it's going to have feature net back, rollback net code and crossplay functionality on there. And uh, there is going to be a uh, open beta, too, as well. And they're going to have a tournament at uh, EVO coming up. So there's reg- registrations up right now for EVO. And it's going to be featured at EVO uh, in beginning of August on here. The, f- the beta is going to be from July 26th to the 30th. On here, and um, it's going to be uh, a couple characters available at least on there. But you do have to apply to get into the beta on there. Um, af- from July twenty eighth to thirtieth, the beta will be open for everyone. So maybe me,
2: uh,
4: Des and Cav can fire this up, and maybe we'll get into the tournament
2: at
0: Evo. Who knows? You know.
2: I will not be here. playing at Evo. I will not be playing a tournament at Evo. <laughs> Are you not? Uh, okay. I ain't going to embarrass myself. Mm-mm, trying to oh, get okay. me killed. Oh, what's wrong with you? I ain't
0: embarrassing myself in public. Mm-mm.
2: Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could do it. We'll root for you. We will big you up, sir. We'll big you up uh, get a joke. yeah, yeah but i am not
4: maybe there's like a like a um open a side kiosk, tournament yeah a side tournament yeah maybe like side
2: tournaments some, like, i could yeah. go for just for funds yes, yeah. but uh, no i am not trying to uh, I'm trying not, not on no stage myself. no okay. get schooled by a 13 year old no thank you <laughs> no thank you i don't know
4: uh, it brings me back to, uh, I, th- I think I entered a, like a tournament for Street Fighter 2 on the SNES at uh, a local, um, it was that kiosk in Fashion Fair in Fresno. Oh, wow. yeah, oh yeah, I, I the, remember that kiosk. They had
0: like, yeah, I remember I think. that. G&G yeah. games,
3: yeah. Yep,
4: yeah, yep. Yeah. And some seven-year-old beat me, you know, beat my ass <laughs> in Street Fighter. <laughs> I was Did trying to get? play Honda and trying to be a badass, and I wound up
2: like uh, getting oh, chomped. That's what you get. Leave them, leave them kids alone. <laughs> leave them kids alone. Yeah, no. Leave them kids alone. They will, they will mock
1: you and laugh. I yeah. bet he called you Jabroni Chief, and that's where you got the name.
3: Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. saying
2: Jabroni. <laughs> it's
4: like, whoopsie. It's like, oh, I didn't have my. Cr- I, I didn't like the D-pad on this. I was making excuses after it happens. Like, oh, I wasn't able to remap my buttons. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Wah, 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 but eh, say love But that is the Jabroni gaming news for this episode, gentlemen. So. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay, game nights take place every Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Hey, just whatever game that you feel like playing, just mention it in our Discord server. If we don't have it, we'll get it. Uh, Thursday evenings are the are the evenings that we set aside specifically for our, uh, our listeners and community members just to come and jump into a game play with us or even if you're not gaming more times than not i start the evening off doing something either cooking or trying to get some some chores done in the house before i can turn on my console but you can still hop into discord and just chew the fat with us and it's like well how do you join the discord community well you hit us up on twitter at gaming vessels g-a-m-i-n-g-v-e-s-s-e-l-s hit the link and you're in those there's, there's no patreon tier to join there's no firstborn to promise there's no uh waiting period there's none of that stuff that you might find in other places just be a good person enjoy your time in our discord community and uh that's that's really all that's really the only requirement that that we have that you enjoy talking about gaming We have uh, diverse opinions, but we can express those. We express those diverse opinions without bringing somebody's legitimacy into question or other outlandish insults that you typically find on uh, Twitter or Facebook and some of these much larger uh, social media platforms. So, if you dig what we're dealing here, what we're doing here. And you'd like a place where you can talk about uh, your favorite hobby or maybe one of your favorite hobbies, that being video games, uh, in a friendly space, then I would highly encourage you to check us out through check, – check out our Discord community. I think we yeah. have something really neat going on there. You love Xbox? Come to our Discord. We'll talk about it. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Big kudos, Will D., One another one of those generals that are in our community always putting in uh, suggestions, bringing in questions, uh, bringing in opportunities for further discussion about games that we take advantage of here on our podcast. Uh, thank you, sir, for being a steadfast member in our community. Also, big thanks to Chase, also co- another general in our community. Hey, thanks for joining us on this episode, man. Um, okay. No hey, one more time, pimp. Hey, one more time, pimp your show. Uh, a, get, uh, tell folks where they can get it.
1: All right, it's a Scarcasm. If you search Scarcasm Live or Scarcasm in your podcaster, you should find it. But um, if you just want to go directly to the feed, it's Scarcasm Live. Dot on. Dot Lipson, I think. Dot com or whatnot, but if but you should be able to find it. Um, it's been around since, you know, Methuselah. So, <laughs> Scar. Yeah, it's on Luxon. Yeah. yeah, Scar. Scar started it in like 2010. So it's 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 been still trucking. But uh, and uh, YouTube, just search up "Geeks Gone Raw" and you should be able to find it, which is just Geeks Gone Raw, kind of like Eddie Murphy, but nerdier. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so um, that's where you can find the reactions and video versions of the podcast from After the fact oh um if you want to check it live it goes um twitch.tv slash nepo n-i-p-o-e and um that's where it goes live
0: awesome awesome so that is going to bring episode 214 to a close. I want to thank y'all for rocking out with us and hanging out with this episode. For Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Lover. That's me. A.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. That Gamer Step Daddy. And for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. yeah. Yeah. You might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. I'm showing 71 aka Digga Purple bling bling. Remember that thing, yo. <laughs> Bars. And <laughs> we will be back <laughs> next time, episode 215 for your ears.
3: Peace.